Testing one, two. Testing one, two. For all you boners and bonats out there from around Phoenix, Arizona, Southwest, United States, around the globe, wherever, you're listening, wherever you are listening from, this is Jimmy Bones, and welcome to Bones on Sports. All right. Well, we're right in the thick of football season. Baseball just ended. Uh, congratulations to the Red Sox. Uh, they beat the Dodgers. Anyone who beats the Dodgers is is, is, a, is a good team in my book. <clears throat> and we're about uh, 12, 13 games in hockey. So we're going to focus on the Cardinals and the Coyotes today. So sit back, enjoy while you're listening on your commute to or from work. Uh, at lunch, uh, in the car, at home, uh, in the doctor's office, uh, waiting to get a hangnail removed, or if you're listening on your on your earbuds, standing in line to buy some PBR. Actually, I got to go get a fresh one. So give me a second. I'll be right back. Here's some opening music for you. Sounds like I made it back just in time. There we go. Oh, excuse me. Man, something's going around. Phoenix, I feel like everyone's got a little bit of a sniffle or a cough or something. Um, Speaking of coughs, uh, I think it's high time that the NFL looked at the Cardinals, and I made them turn their heads and cough because I'll tell you, something's seriously wrong with these guys. So I guess we'll we'll start there. The man, well, man, man, oh, man. Um, I thought that this would be a much different season than what it's turned out to be. Um, You know... They cut Sam Bradford. You know, you got Rosen starting, which is fine. Uh, we'll talk about Bradford and what a monetary mistake that has been. Um, you know, but if you, you know, before the season started, if anyone told me, hey, hey, Jimmy, uh, where, where do you, you know, where do you think we're going to be um, coming out of the bye week in Week nine. Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you this: I didn't think it would be two and six. About to be two and seven because we've got the Chiefs coming up here pretty soon. Um, Five hundred at worst. I mean, you know, if we look at all right, let's take a look. Right, so you got the Redskins in week one. We lost that game twenty-four to six. Um, 
You know, Redskins lost their quarterback last year. I thought I might have a fighting chance at that one. The Rams are a good team. I expected to lose that game, but not 34-zip. The Bears are a good team. That was a closer game. Still lost 16-14. The Seahawks, I thought we could have won that game. Uh, We lost it 20-17. San Francisco, uh, well, yeah, that might be only two wins this year. Uh, Minnesota, Denver hasn't been that great, but still a 45-10 loss. I, I thought for sure uh, four and um, four and six by this point. Well, four and four and uh, four and five. About the four and six against the Kansas, you know, once Kansas City comes to town. But still, um, I, I'm curious to see how we're going to do uh, on the 18th against Oakland. They're not that great. Hopefully, we win that game. But then you got the Chargers, Green Bay. Detroit, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Seattle. Um, two wins. We could honestly wind up with only two wins this year, and that would be sad. Um, you know, again, we cut Sam Bradford. We signed him not knowing what was going to happen in the upcoming draft. And, gosh, he, he, he played three games for us. Uh, when something like 50 for 80 through two touchdown passes, you know, the guy's going to be guaranteed a $10 million signing bonus and he's going to get something like $5 million in salary this year. When you boil it away, the numbers work out to something along the lines of $300,000 per completed pass and $7.5 million per touchdown, which is a complete and utter waste of money. Uh, why we did what we did, why we did what we did, man, I'll never know. Um, <clears throat> Chaps my hide, uh, so to speak. Uh, chaps my hide, but be that as it may, um, you know it's all in the all in the past. It's all wandered under the bridge. It's all all money spent. Um, nothing we can do about it. But I expected more. Uh, you know, somebody was asking me the other day, "Hey, is is Fitzgerald gonna resign and come back?" Uh, I would. I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to. Like to think so. Uh, I don't believe he will. However, I would imagine that the guy's going to retire. Um, hopefully, he doesn't go anyplace else. But I like to see him retire, a Cardinal, um, and play out his whole career here. But if you if you watch Rosen's passing to Kirk a lot, he's not getting a lot of looks, which is a shame. But I don't know. It is what it is. So. So it's a disappointment to say the least. It's it's sad to say the least. It's man it reminds me of of the um, Cutter days right after Buddy Ball and gosh we're just gonna be horrible again and hopefully we can turn it around and and put a winning team back on the field and I think Kime and his crew will. Uh, so, but time will tell. So on a positive note. <clears throat> Well, I mean, there's no baseball right now. Um, Suns, I don't think, are that great. I don't really pay too much attention. We've discussed that. But on a positive note, you know, we're about 13 games in uh, to the Coyote season. So uh, let's take a quick second here, catch our breath, and talk a little Coyote hockey. Seven and six, uh, 14 points, three points out of a playoff position. Um, it is November Fifth, maybe something like that. November. What's the date today? Um, yeah, it's November. It's November fifth, and 
if you remember last year, the first 10 games, we were 0-10. And, and if you watched the first couple games, and if you listened to the podcast a couple weeks back, I thought, oh, God, here we go again. But we turned it around, and I've been paying a little bit of attention here. Uh, and there's, you know, what's, what's different from last year than this year? Um, this year, barring any unforeseen circumstances, barring any significant injuries, uh, Ronta looks a lot better. The players, these guys seem to be more comfortable in target system. They seem to be a little better conditioned. Uh, I don't know if you, if you remember. Um, man, was I doing a podcast this time last year? I think I was. I remember maybe 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 if I wasn't, I was telling somebody. I just remember having the conversation. God, I remember the first couple games thinking they looked strong in the first and the second. And then the third period, they just seemed to be dragging ass and slowing down. So I thought there was a conditioning issue. That seems to be solved. Uh, the first couple games, yeah, they were shut out. What, three out of four or something along those lines. Uh, they played some good goalies, right? Then And granted, on their five-game win streak, they had, a, I think, three of those five wins were against backup tenders. But still, you know, win's a win. Two points are two points. You know, you, you take them when you get them, right? <clears throat> so, but there are a couple of surprises. Uh, there's a couple of off-season additions that uh, I think... I think helped out. You know, if you look at if you look at some of the stats here, um, you know the the top point getters are, are Keller Goligowski and Ekman Larson. I mean, that's kind of accepted, um, accepted, kind of expected. Uh, but Grabner and Estroza, uh, those guys are both plugging away at about a half a point a game, three goals, three assists after twelve games. Um, Perlini, if four, you know, two goals, two assists after twelve games. Four points, that's a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, but um, Galchenuk, yeah, he's uh, five games played, four points. He's he's almost a point a game. Um, Dylan Strom is a little bit of a surprise. You know, He only has two goals and an assist. Uh, he's winning 50, 57.5% of his face-offs. Played in 11 games. He looks a lot better. He looks like an NHL player that uh, I know. I know this time last year we were worried about, hey, what's going to happen with him? We're... Where's he going to wind up? Is he an NHL caliber guy? Um, yeah, yeah, you know what? Maybe he is. Um, but, uh, um, you know, Kemper, he's a good backup tender. He's played in three games, has a 134 goals against average, a 95.7 save percentage. So that's, that's not too bad. So they're, like I said, barring any sort of unforeseen circumstances, any big injuries to Ranta or, or to OEL or, or, or Keller, you know, maybe, you know, maybe these guys sneak into one of the last couple of playoff spots and make some noise is, is what I'm hoping. Um, there's a stat out there that I was trying to look up and I can't find. And there's some disagreement between me and a couple, a couple guys in my rec league hockey team is to, um, I've heard the stat is if you're not in a playoff position after November 1st, you have a 25% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, Kevin, who, who I skate with, he's another, another guy from Michigan. He said that he heard the stat, but it's if you're not in a playoff spot by Christmas, you've got a 25% chance of making the playoffs. So one of the two is true. Um, but just like with most statistics, you know, you know what they say, uh, uh, figures don't lie, but liars figure, um, you know, and how 50, 90% of, um, 
you know, half of all statistics are 90% made up anyway, so for what it's worth. But right now, they're three points out of a playoff spot. And that's what's important. And if, you know, they're, uh, you know, tonight they lost to Philly, but hey, they're on a five-game win streak. You put a couple more of those together, and you're right there in a playoff spot. Um, you know, the Kings are sitting at the bottom of the, the, the Pacific Division right now, frankly. I love that. <clears throat> I, I think that couldn't have happened to a better to a better group of guys. Um, and Nashville and Minnesota are sitting at the, at the top. Um, Nashville is a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, they've got 22 points. You know, Calgary's got 19. Winnipeg, uh, 17 points. And, you know, here we are at 14 points. Anaheim at 15. Chicago at 15. So, uh, yeah, a couple wins against some against some of these Pacific guys too. Um, teams are ahead of us in the standings. Your Anaheim's, your San Jose's. You get a couple wins against those guys and and uh, steal some points from them. And yeah, I think you're I think you're in it. So uh, if they keep clawing and fighting the way they are, hey, uh, you've got a playoff spot. And I think that anybody in Phoenix will tell you that we're pretty happy about that. Um, the only thing that make us happier is if they got a stadium deal. Uh, that's still a thorn in my side. So, you know, those are the two big topics for the night. Um, hey, I haven't opened up email yet, so let's take another quick breather and go for email and see if I can't come up with a controversial take of the week this week. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah. Um, just went through the viewer viewer email. Yeah, no, there's no viewers here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, um, yeah, I would probably chase listeners away if they were if they uh, were actually able to see me. So, <clears throat> listener email came through. Uh, just laughing, um, Jimmy. Are you going to bring up the fact that on Thursday night, uh, the 49er, some of the 49er cheerleaders decided to take a knee to show solidarity with Kaepernick. Um, yeah. So cheerleaders taking a knee. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah. I'm all for it. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't think of, um, man, uh, where are you going to go with that? The mind just kind of imagination run, runs wild on that one. Um, not sure whose idea that was, but, uh, uh, yeah. Cheerleaders taking knees. Sure. Go for it. Couldn't think of a better position. So, um, yeah, so there's some, there's some listener email for you. God, I got the best listeners. So, <clears throat> controversial take of the week. I read a story. It was just this evening, as a matter of fact, uh, that made me kind of shake my head. Um, apparently on October 29th, uh, during an Uber ride here in Phoenix, some of the members of the Ottawa Senators hockey team were recorded by an Uber driver making some derogatory comments about an assistant coach. <clears throat> you know, the comments went on to talk about the effectiveness of his meetings and the tapes he were, was running. Does he ever teach anything? He just kind of comments on it. You know, there's really not in-depth analysis. Uh, uh, really just questioning the effectiveness of his coaching. And, um, you know, so I thought, eh. All right, from a coach's standpoint, and, and granted, I think there's a big difference between coaching uh, girls softball for my daughter and coaching uh, NHL players. Probably a huge difference, but 
the fundamentals are still there. You've got to teach them something. You've got to learn from the coach. You've got to expand on the knowledge, change the way you're doing things, make you better at the sport and at life. <coughs> but um, in this day and age where everybody's got a, a camera, a video recorder, a tape recorder, anything can be recorded at any point in time. I do think that it's pretty sad that you you can't ever expect any sort of right to privacy. And, um, you know, shame on the Uber driver for releasing that. Uh, it's, 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 you know, is he trying to make a quick buck? It's, it's just ridiculous. And, <clears throat> um, you know, if I'm in an Uber and I'm talking to my buddy or, you know, whomever, and, you know, you know, granted, who who the hell cares about what I have to say? Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you don't, to have that, that, that trust, and I don't think there's any sort of bond between Uber and passenger, but to have that kind of trust violated, just sort of, you know, I think it's a black eye in Uber, I think it's a black eye in the Valley, I think it's a black eye in society, um, that you can't, you know, you've always got to be worried about who's going to overhear and who's going to record this and when is this going to come up again. And, you know, it, it's not trying to draw the, the parallel, but I mean, it's like with the Supreme Court guy who, uh, you know, allegedly assaulted somebody in college. And, you know, it's like, why, why do any of this to other people? You know, it's, uh, um, I don't understand where the divisiveness is coming from. And it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame. So, you know, that's my controversial take of the week. Uh, Uber, uh, you're not TMZ, you're not paparazzi. Um, even those guys kind of piss me off too. So you know, just let people be people and leave them alone. Um, you know, give other humans a little bit of space is I guess what I'm saying. So that's a little bit of a ramble, but I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe Jeremy can edit it up a little bit and make it a little shorter. Who knows, right? Guys worked magic before. Makes me sound good for crying out loud, right? So, so we got through some listener email. Uh, we got through our controversial take of the week. We talked about the Coyotes. Hopefully, they can keep. Hopefully, they can keep this going. You know, uh, you know, play a couple games above five hundred the rest of the season out, and uh, you're looking pretty good. Um, uh, man, you know, I think the. Yeah, I think the only thing that we really haven't done in a while is, um, you know, I've been actually watching a lot of history shows and reading about history and, uh, you know, came across this interesting thing about the Knights of the Round Table. And I didn't know this, uh, but there was a particularly uh, particularly round night at, um, uh, at the Knights of the Round Table. Uh, it wasn't Sir Lancelot. Uh, the particularly round night was circumference. I'll let you think about that one for a second. Circumference. Circumference. Anyways, until next time. Thank you for stopping by the crypt. I'm Jimmy Bones, and this is Bones on Sports. <laughs>